0: What's up, Castleberry? It's Andy, it's Drew, it's producer Robin, and we are back with another exciting episode of the What's Up Castleberry podcast.
1: Drew, we've been getting all kinds of mail recently saying they cannot wait for you to get back after I (laughs) single-handedly, on my own, destroyed the pod, uh, despite having some brilliant guests of producer Robin, Kelly, and Leah. Word on the street is...
0: Things aren't as good when you're not here. It takes a special person to admit when they're wrong. Well, and you, and are, you are that big man. And you are,
2: <laughs> and you are a special person. Oh,
0: thank you. Yes. <laughs> Every of that. Thank you, Andy. Uh, yeah, it's good to be back. Missed you Missed you all, but d- really did enjoy that podcast with Aaliyah and uh, Kelly from the Chamber. And yeah, looking forward to just reconnecting with everybody. Robin, check in. How are you?
3: I'm surviving, but not thriving. I was going to say, you had a,
0: we had a rough rough go we, maybe maybe we'll tell that story on another pod know why we've taken a little bit of a delay getting our podcast up but we're up and running well yeah I
1: mean, just to kind of lean into that a little bit uh, Robyn's had some tire problems recently and uh, you know she was texting us which we appreciated right <laughs> so we could kind of offer our mechanic skills to help her out and then she said she put a donut on the thing <laughs> How I, if you put a donut why waste it on your car I mean, <laughs> it's delicious <laughs> what kind was it stale <laughs> <on>. <laughs> <laughs> that was a little tire, tire joke. I, that was good. That was good. I, I told her, you know, just
0: just crank out the uh, flux capacitor. That, 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 <laughs> would, that would surely fix the problem. Yeah, I just
1: told her to hit
0: the nose. <laughs> well, folks, if you are new to the program, this is just some of the fun, friendly banter that the three of us have. Hey,
1: what episode are we on? 142. 142! All
0: right. We've been doing this a long so time. So if
1: you new, welcome and yes. go Back to the beginning, Absolutely. and we've got hours and hours of entertainment and information for you.
0: We do. This is a great road trip podcast. Just hit start from episode one and just roll through and see how we've uh, gotten better and and some interesting guests along the way. It's been yeah, lot of fun. if you think
1: this is bad, you should listen to some of the first <laughs> ones. But actually, Robin, I got a challenge for you as a okay. producer and a kind of brain trust within the group. If we've got 142 episodes, right? That's like 71 hours of listening time. Where do you have to drive, drive to from Orlando to listen to
3: the whole thing? Drive yourself insane. Oh, there you <laughs> There's
1: that joke early on. Nice, you nice. Go. You can zigzag the country a couple of times. Pretty cool. Okay, there you
0: go. <laughs> What's
1: I up, Castleberry? I feel like that's not math. The,
3: <laughs> the <laughs> math ain't math in there, but okay.
0: <laughs> I love it. That's so, That's
1: awesome. I, I know what I'm going to do tonight. I'm going to work out that math. We travel to and from. Yeah. How many miles could we get in before we would run out of podcast? Perfect. Okay.
0: Well, we know we can't drive to England, unfortunately, but we do have listeners there. We uh, in England.
1: Right, there's a secret tunnel.
0: <laughs> okay, nice. <laughs> well, folks, we're uh, talking about all things Castleberry, and uh, that's uh, really the ethos, the heart behind this. We started this podcast a few years ago, just to have inspiring conversations and inform people about the exciting things happening. Uh, in our our, uh, little city of Castleberry, Uh, and we've got some exciting breaking news of a, a fun event that's coming together in just a minute, but before we get there, we ought to talk about our families a little bit. That's right, Andy and I are both fathers, and so it is time for the Dad joke of the week. Segment. Here we go. Are
1: you excited, Robin? I am. Castleberry's favorite. Segment.
3: Anticipation.
1: Robin, you're the one who brings the energy, but I'm not feeling it today.
3: Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, all right. right let's on. go, Andy. Let's go. All right.
0: You wow. want to go? I'll go first. I'll go for, yeah. I, I actually feel good about these. jokes. I'm, I'm very excited too, for I'm yours, Drew. Oh, you're very excited <laughs> for his
2: jokes, but I'm. Not
0: <laughs> she is like I see the smile on her I'm face. I'm Team Drew. <laughs> All right, listener. Here we go. Joke number one. I've got two for you. What, Robin? What are 100 rabbits? 100 rabbits that hop backwards called?
1: A hundred rabbits that hop
0: back- backwards. Mm-hmm.
3: I I don't know.
0: A receding. Hair
1: oh,
0: yeah. Oh, nice. There we go. All right, number two, number two. Speaking of bad hair. Andy. Did you hear, hear that Donald Trump <laughs> has put a ban on shredded cheese? Mm. Donald Trump has put a ban on shredded cheese. This is not a political joke. This is a cheese joke. <laughs> because he wants to make America great again. <laughs> uh, I thought those were pretty good. Those are good, Drew.
3: Those are probably your... The d- yeah. delivery thank was you. excellent. All right, I'm Andy, confident. let's get this over with.
1: Andy, your hair does look nice Andy, today. you at least have a bar to, to clear. It yeah, wasn't yeah, yeah, a zero, yeah. so... I'm afraid your compliment got lost in Drew's band today. You
3: your hair does look nice. I'm oh. sorry oh, I'm I made a <laughs>
1: Talking of hair, what type of haircut... Steven Spielberg get? I don't know. The director's cut. Oh, (laughs) Oh, nice. I was trying to think of a movie pun.
0: One of those movies, I couldn't come up with it. Very nice. Yeah, no, you
1: know, we kind of like talk a lot in the pod, sometimes too much, some would say. And so I recently joined a support group for people who do talk a lot. We call ourselves on and on and on. (laughs) I
3: have a joke. Oh,
1: you do? Okay. Are you saying that to shut me up? No, oh, I actually oh, have okay. a joke. All right, go
3: on. And it goes to our driving to far places comment earlier. Okay. So a man was talking to God, and he said, I really want to go to Hawaii, but I'm afraid to fly. Could you give me a bridge or a road that would drive, so I could drive there? He's like, that's ridiculous. Then he asked for something else. So he's like, I really want to understand women. I just don't understand women. And God thought about it and goes, would you like that bridge to Two lanes are four.
1: (laughs) Nice. Yes, I've heard that. Love it. Drew and I could never have told that. (laughs) Because we think women are way smarter than men. Okay. (laughs) That's Uh, right. All right. Last dad joke from me. All right. Thank you for that contribution, Robin. You're welcome. Hey, dad. What does deja vu mean? Dad, I have a feeling you've asked me this before. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent.
0: There you go. The dad jokes of the week. Now, uh, as we transition to our Castle in the News segment, this particular news really does hit close to the podcast home. Uh, This is actually how the three of us met. Yes. So this goes way back in our archives of friendship and history. We are sharing about the upcoming events that the, the local churches and community organizations are coming together to serve our community in what's known as Funtoberfest. Woo-hoo! Funtoberfest scheduled for Saturday, October the 21st so that's just a week or so before you hear this. And uh, Andy, would you give us just a kind of an update and a highlight, big broad view of what is Funtoberfest?
1: Yes, Funtoberfest is gonna be a festival of fun absolutely, with a full theme. Try saying that too many times <laughs> quickly but a number of our local organizations have partnered together and we've said we want to make a difference and we want to help families create memories for their kids and thus has been birthed from Toberfest uh, and we're honored to be part of the leadership of that and we're going to have all kinds of events between 4 p.m. and 7 p.m. on October 21st for the family and for your kids. We're going to have a costume contest. We're going to have a huge trunk-or-treat area. Robin is leading the trunk-or-treat area. That was where that woohoo came from. Or
3: just because it's candy, that's why people come there. Oh, yeah,
1: absolutely. So much candy. But Actually, maybe we need to say that come meet producer Robin and that will be the the draw. I mean... Especially these single guys. Yes. In the early 30s. (laughs) So, anyway, anyway, Robin was supposed to be plugging the Funtopa Fest, not 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 any not find you a date that's another app um all right so we've got the uh, trunk or treat we got costume contests we've got bounce houses we got carnival games we got crash for the kids we got free hot dogs and free drink and free chips for everybody we got photo stations It is going to be a blast. So we would encourage you uh, to come and join us. Go knock on your neighbor's door and say, hey, would you come with me? Because this is a community event, and we're going to bring our city together, our families together, and have a lot of fun on October 21st, 4 p.m. through 7 p.m.
3: Did you mention it was free?
1: I don't know if I did, but yes, it is completely free. You will not have to...
0: Spend time. That's right. And one of uh, the congregants for my church actually created a, a website with just a ton of information and photos. That's stunning. And uh, it's really it's,
3: well
0: it's Funtoberfest.org. Funtoberfest.org. So check it out. And we hope to see you there on October 21st. All right. We will be taking just a short break and we'll be back with our very special guests.
3: Are you looking to be part of something bigger? a community that fosters growth, prosperity, and support, Look no further than the Castleberry Chamber of Commerce. Since 2003, we have been dedicated to promoting the prosperity of the greater Castleberry community. But we don't stop there. We are proud supporters of local entrepreneurs, offering scholarships to high school graduates, making donations to food pantries, art programs, local schools, and more. We are not just another division of a larger organization or run by big businesses. In fact, 85% of our membership is comprised of small businesses with 35 employees or fewer. As a member, you'll have access to numerous networking functions and opportunities for personal and professional development. From monthly business luncheon with inspiring speakers to women networking luncheons, ribbon cuttings, and business after hours, we have something for everyone. And check out our annual events, including golf and kickball tournaments, and food and wine festival there's always something exciting happening at the Castleberry chamber join us today and become part of the castleberry chamber family together let's make the greater Castleberry community an even better place to live work and play we are here to create value for our members and help your business thrive visit castleberrychamber.com for more information
0: Oh, all right, listener, welcome back. If you can tell, we're a, we're a little punchy here, but we're having some fun on our podcast today. Hey, this is the point in our program where Andy and I get to take a step back, relax a little bit, and to get to put some local guests and heroes in the spotlight. So, we have today a couple of special guests. One. Is a very familiar voice that you've heard several times on this podcast, Kelly Hinkle.
1: And Kelly is the reason I won't relax on this interview. Oh, good, oh, good yeah. point, Andy. Yeah, because you're so sharp, I've got to I've got to concentrate to keep oh, up, Kelly.
4: I'll try to dumb
1: it down. For yes, yes, just for you. All right. Yeah, there's that's
0: Kelly. Welcome, Kelly. And then we have, uh, we, we don't know if he's smart or dumb yet. We'll find out. Oh, you know, I'm sure we, he's smarter than me. We you know, know he's a very <laughs> sharp guy. This is a, actually a friend of mine, listener, and we go back many years, but his name is Brandon Lutz, and Brandon and Kelly are from Third Millennium Ministries. So, Brandon, welcome.
2: Yep, thanks to be here. Grateful to be here.
0: All right, very good. Well, Brandon, to get uh, our people kind of give a chance to get to know you just a bit. Uh, we're going to start off with an icebreaker question. Brandon, you're a handsome fella. Oh, boy. If your life... <laughs> that's not in my notes. <laughs> if your life were made into a movie, what genre would it be? If you could think of a movie name, great. And and what actor would play you in the movie?
2: Uh, so my movie genre would definitely be a drama action movie with a lot of dry, witty humor. A lot of dry, witty humor. Yep. For sure. Yeah. And the title, I, I had to think about this for a second. It would probably be uh, There and Back Again, A Hobbit's Tale. Because while Drew might think I'm very handsome, I'm also short. So <laughs> yeah. there you go. Am I allowed to pick the actor? Cause yeah, I'd Definitely. Sure. Yes, I thought absolutely. about this. I thought about this, oh. about this a lot. You really did. So cause I, have, I have three. I have three. Oh, I hope oh, that's okay. Oh. It really oh. depends on the director. What do you want, feel he wants mm. to go for? Yep, the direction. Yeah, Kelly could be the director. Oh Yeah, maybe all right. You, maybe you get to decide at the end. Because you guys okay. work together. And we do. The word around the
1: street is that you're kind of bossy, Kelly. So you oh, she's very, she's very bossy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm
1: glad I don't work for her.
2: Oh. <laughs> one of mine is definitely Keanu Reeves, just because he's very monotone. He's very stable, but he gets it done. Like, if you're seeing yeah, his yeah. movies, he gets the job done. If it's an older director, you want an old-school feel, Russell Crowe, because he is awesome. He's one of my favorite actors. Absolutely. And I feel like he's kind of in the same. He's very kind of monotone, but he... Accomplishes the task last curveball is definitely henry cavill because if you've seen him in whether it's superman or the witcher more currently he's just awesome and if i could get him to play me
0: well i don't know what the answer is going to be kelly will decide but producer robin gave like a rounding two thumbs up to henry cavill i've never heard of
4: i haven't either
1: what have i
3: He's, he was Superman? Superman.
1: I've he never a, b-
3: He was in the Mission Impossible
4: movie. I thought that Dean
1: Cain was Superman. <laughs> That's what I thought. I was thinking Christopher Reeves. we got all the generations coming <laughs> here.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. All right, Kelly, who do you think? I
4: that? will go with Russell Crowe. Oh, thank you. You're welcome.
2: Classic.
1: Oh,
4: for Brandon, not for you. <laughs> right, for Brandon. <laughs> Keanu Reeves for me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Keanu Reeves. People often tell me I look like Keanu.
4: I can see it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
4: You both have
1: dark brown hair. Uh, you're his great-grandfather. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> very funny. All right, back to the serious stuff of the podcast. We started off in such a serious note. Brandon, uh, when you go out to eat with your family, where is your go-to place in Seminole County?
2: That's a good question. I have three kids, a 11-year-old, 7, and 6, so that limits... Our options a lot when we are going out together. If it's the three of us it'll be the Chipotle or Chick-fil-A every time or Jeremiah's if it's not a meal. I think their blueberry limeade thing comes out this mm. this month. Very good. I would That's get fun. that. If I'm not with my kids it's either Cubans on the Run who Drew introduced to me oh, when I, I moved back place. here a couple, two or three years ago. Yeah. Very good. Or Hana Sushi which is a sushi place in that Altamont Springs, like sh- not in the mall, but like that shopping center to the left of the mall. I don't know if it's got a name. Where Whole Foods is? Yeah, across the street from Whole Foods. Yeah.
4: Yeah. It's Go kind of place a
1: where Superman ate sure. am Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> Henry sure. Cavill or
4: whatever. Cavill. Cavill. Oh, sorry.
2: Well, I'm with you on Cubans on the run.
1: We've been there. We've Yes, no, we have. In fact, good. if they're interested in sponsorship, we will happily mention their name as many times as they want. <laughs> for a few apiñatas. We are easily (laughs) bought
0: Like I love it. That's great. Yeah, so Brandon and Kelly, as far as Third Mill is concerned, that's kind of the... The shorthand of Third Millennium Ministries goes by Third Mill. You guys are in a unique spot, and really, in one sense, you're in kind of the heart of Castleberry, right there behind off 1792. But if uh, our listeners don't know where you're located, tell us where you are located, and, and then kind of give us just a big snapshot overview of, of what is Third Mill and what, you, what are you guys about.
2: Where are we located, Kelly?
4: I will tell them where we're located. We are at the corner of 436 and 1792. We're actually in, uh, if anyone knows where the post offices post yes Office, yep. yes there is a strip mall area in the back and that is where we are located
2: yeah so to give it a quick snapshot of of what we do what we're all about um, over 90 percent of the world's pastors have or church leaders have one or no formal church training educational training in, in what it means to know the bible or be a pastor and so this is not the case because men and women all over the world don't want this. There are men and women women all over the world who want to be trained, but whether it's financial reasons, whether they might not have an option close by, or whether it's a plethora of options that we get, it's not because they don't long for it. So they all, they all long for it, but the reality is that they don't get the opportunity to do this. So how can we give these 90%-plus people the opportunity to go get a biblical education and so that is really what Third Mill is all about. Third Mill was founded over 25 years ago to solve this problem. Third, Third Mill has put seminary uh, in a metaphorical box, and we send it all over the world. So it's 27 lesson series, very similar if you're going to a Bible college or a seminary to be trained or to be educated. And we put it in up to, right now we're at 26 languages and growing. Uh, and so that's, that's what we do. We put seminary in a box and send it all over the world to, for free for those who want to use it in various ways. That's
1: such an incredible thing to do. So often one of the things that we celebrate about our Castleberry community is that we are small and we know each other. We had a guest on a couple of weeks ago who talked about has been like the Mayberry of uh, Central Florida right mm-hmm. And he meant that in a very warm way that we mm-hmm. know each other we function as a family. but there are a number of ways that our city beyond that is having an impact globally. And third millennium is one of the ways that we're doing about it. So you're based locally, but you reach globally. Tell us a little bit about the size and the scope of, mm. of what you do beyond our little city limits.
2: Yeah. So we have over 1.8 million, I think just under 1.9 million students over the around the world wow. over the last 12 years. And so those are students who have at least gone through one of our lesson series or one of our courses with a lot of them going through a lot of our lesson series and a lot of our courses in places like Africa, places like India. I'm trying to think of places where it's actually really hard to either get an education or really where it's hard to be a Christian. Places like India and Ukraine and China. These are the people that we're serving. These are the people that we're connected to and that are using Third Mill in, in many different ways. And so really we're, we're all over the world. Someone, I think at one point when I first got Third Mill said, hey, you know, we're on every continent. And so that's, how's that possible? Like, only penguins live in Antarctica, so what are you talking about? And I guess five or six years ago, there was a scientist or research team in Antarctica doing some kind of study. And for three months, they used Third Mill materials doing some kind of Bible study in Antarctica. And so Third Mill wow. claim that we have had students on every continent. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. And that 1.8 million number, that's really incredible.
1: I mean, you guys have been out to UCF recently. I think UCF is like the biggest school in the country mm-hmm. now, right? Mm-hmm. With around yep. 90,000 yep. students. Yeah, That's small compared to your reach out of this little office in Castleberry. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's so great. And the like Andy said,
0: I mean, really, that it's just a nondescript building. There's a great group. I've toured the, your, your facility several times. There's a great group of people there, you two included. As much as you do. You two. Uh, <laughs> you too. <laughs> you too, Kelly.
2: No, definitely. Kelly. Uh, that's a great group of people,
1: and Kelly works here like that. <laughs> Is that what you were going, through? Because that's just,
0: that is that not is nice. Not I was mm, complimenting them both. Thanks, Andy. I'm gonna leave now. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I, actually want. I I want to know when when Kelly's going to get the invite to get to go to one, you know some of those cool places to check out what you're doing around the world. No, not really. But. Uh, <laughs> but, but
1: as far okay, as you- now you're trying to send her to another country. I,
0: what,
4: what is happening? This is our guest.
0: All right, I'm
2: bringing it back. I'm bringing it back. Where would you go? There's one country you said you'd always go to if you could go somewhere. If Third World was doing a trip.
4: Oh, Barbados. Mm. Yes, ah, because yes. I've done mission work in Barbados yeah. before, so definitely would love to go back. So I've been trying to get Brandon to
0: send, send some folks down there. Yeah. Cool.
4: Mm-hmm. And I'll go down there, too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so as we've... Touched on, we have one point. uh, You guys have reached uh, over one million people uh, um, just with your education. That's fantastic. Uh, As much as you're doing globally, equally, you're doing things locally. Talk about, Kelly, some of the impact you've made locally and uh, how you desire for the community to partner with and support the efforts of Third Mill.
4: Locally, One of the things, and I would say locally also even here just within the United States, just us being able to meet with churches, get involved, letting congregations know about, of course, what we do globally, but also how they can participate in it as well. Just being even a lay member within the church. We have a whole study at home series where people can use our materials within small groups and Bible studies and things like that, Um, we have an app so people can do things on the go just personally.
2: Quite a few churches in the Orlando area will do their leadership training or training some of their, whether church leaders or deacons or elders, they'll use third mill materials to give their guys a brief education on whatever topic would be best for their church and what what works Mm -hmm. for them, what they'd like to focus on. And so that's been very helpful. And I would say another way that local churches have really utilized us in churches in the states is a lot of those churches will support missionaries all over the world. And so they will either use third mill materials to equip and get their missionaries ready if they need that education and that support. Or they will take our materials in whatever language they're going to serve and they'll use that to train the church and the believers there wherever they're doing ministry. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's really neat.
4: Can I ask you guys a question? Just as pastors within the community and local churches, did you guys know that we have things available for your congregation to be able to do small groups with each other, studies, things like that, leadership training?
1: I
0: know here we have actually a few members, including yourself, Mm -hmm. that are on staff or heavily involved with the work of Third Mill. And I know a couple of our small groups specifically will often, like I will refer them and kind of say if they have a question about, I'd like to study this book of the Bible or this specific word study or something, I'll Mm -hmm. say, hey, one of the first places you can check out is Third Mill.
1: Good. I didn't. I didn't know about your local reach, um, mm-hmm. new Global Reach. and I love how you are using technology mm-hmm. as a platform and as a way to reach so many people, and not just so many people, but so many diverse people with different languages and things like that. Give mm-hmm. us a couple of stories about how you are using and kind of releasing technology to help you fulfill your mission.
2: Yeah, so all of our lesson series are a video lesson series with, we call it edutainment. Is that the word we use? Edutainment? Edutainment. That, edutainment. That, have you heard I that before, I have not Calvin? heard that yet. Okay, that sounds right. Edutainment. Ed, yeah, that, yeah, sounds, that right. sounds great. Okay. It's true. kind of like entertainment. Yeah. Does that work? Education, Ed- entertainment. Ed- Ent- yeah. Fused. Attababe.
4: Edutainment. Okay, got it, got it. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's like a Brangelina thing.
2: Yes, yes. <laughs> yes
4: exactly.
2: <laughs> and so... It's kind of like watching a history channel documentary where we have a host, and then we have a lot of graphics or videos, and then we have interviews from professors and pastors all over the world thrown throughout the video to to make it flow. So it's very, it keeps you engaged, it keeps you active, there's a lot of graphics and a lot of things going on. We also have the manuscript if that's the best option for you, or even we have an audio form specifically if if that's the best option for you as well. And so that's one of the ways that we're utilizing it for promoting our materials. Another thing that we're really starting to explore, which will be really neat to see over the next five years develop is how can ai help us with the mm-hmm. translation process because that's gotten a lot better in the last few years but if we can give it another three or five years that is really going to help us be able to reach people all over the world here say hey we love this but you don't have our native language and we really would love to have that we're just at the same time we're finite and what we can and can't do so we try to focus on the languages that have what we call gateway languages. But AI technology is one way that in the next three to five years is really gonna help us advance and reach a lot more people than we have uh, so far.
1: Yeah, that's an interesting thought just to go off script a little bit because there are lots of opportunities with AI, but there's gotta be a lot of cautions as Mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. How do you foresee kind of mitigating some of those concerns? While grasping the opportunities, yeah.
2: So we have a very thorough quality check process because it's it's not even like translating the Bible from one language to the other, which is very wooden or a very like one mm-hmm. A to B. Whereas this is a how do I explain a concept mm. that I understand in American culture or Western culture? How does that how does that come out in Indian culture? Mm-hmm. And so we have a very thorough QC process that has that involves people in India who have that ability to create those new metaphors or create those understandings in our videos so that way it it makes sense to them and isn't this Western or American ideology or metaphor that gets inserted for them and they just start scratching their heads and like, we have no idea what they're talking yeah, about. We tend to do that a lot.
0: Yeah, that's super helpful. And and really for me, I, I can, knowing a little bit about Third Mill, I can share, um, you know, what a good friend, uh, Brandon and I is a gentleman named Josiah who was born and raised in Kenya is now joined staff with third mill and it's it's fascinating to to know of all the different people that speak all these various languages being a part of your organization it's really unique that you have so many perspectives abilities to speak language and to your point being able to communicate those <coughs> concepts in a way that isn't just coming across as like western thought mm. but by hitting people where they are i i have a speaking on that subject i've, I've got a good friend here who was born and raised in Puerto Rico. Spanish is his first language. Uh, he does speak English, obviously. <laughs> we, we wouldn't have much to talk about if he didn't, but uh, he evolved in the certificate program through Third Mill Seminary. Could you kind of just briefly highlight that if there are perhaps guests that just Hey, I'd love to kind of study and, mm-hmm. and go deeper.
2: Yeah, so the first 25, 23 years of Third Mill's existence, it was more of an à la carte approach. So it would, we have our lesson series. We got up to 27. I want to go learn more about the Book of Revelation, or I want to learn more about what does it mean to make biblical decisions. So you could go to that our website and go learn, or watch, or read, or listen to from the, that lesson series. But what happened is we had a lot of our partners around the world, come to us and say, hey, our government is cracking down on who can operate or run a church and who can't, and so I need some kind of formal training. And then the other end, or the other feedback that we got from that was, you have 27 courses and I have no idea where to start. How can you create or curate some kind of program or certificate program that can allow me to walk walk me through this without me having to put this puzzle together without knowing what the picture is supposed to look like at the end? And so... We created the Third Mill Institute, which takes all 27 of our lesson series, and it puts them into 14 courses, which is then put into three different certificates. One way to think about that is the three different years. So if you were going to go to a Bible college or a seminary, going through the Third Mill Institute is very similar to going to a Bible college or seminary. For three years, you're following the same type of classes, the same type of program. It's a little different in that it's not an accredited program or anything like that. And so you're not going to have the additional reading and writing assignments. But we do have quizzes. We have study guides. We have discussion uh, groups uh, for your community that you would be studying and learning with. And there's a final exam and things like that. And we have certificates as well uh, that we give to them. And if they do all three, they do get a 3rd mill diploma. And for most of the world, uh, that means a lot. Like when they hear, oh, wow, I get certificates and I get diplomas, you all are that, like you all care about this so much that you're, you're moving in that direction, and we do, and so it's really neat to see them get really excited, they get dressed up, we'll do a graduation ceremony, and each culture will create its own unique flair to what that graduation ceremony looks like, and so that's really neat.
1: So I imagine uh, success looks like one of those graduation mm-hmm. ceremonies, right, where someone who couldn't learns that they can, mm-hmm. right, or someone who shouldn't figures out, and they do, mm-hmm. right, and I imagine that's kind of the, 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 the thing you live and breathe for those, mm-hmm. those graduation moments. Mm-hmm. Um, as you reflect on those, is there a story that kind of captures and almost personifies what success looks like for you as an organization? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I have two, uh, both, both very different uh, places in the world. There's a pastor in China who was arrested for being a pastor for his church, so he's in prison, and I believe he's still in prison today. But how does a church go on? without their pastor, without their leader. And so this church has decided to carry on and they're they're carrying on and they have other church leaders who have stepped up to lead them. And this church, over a hundred of their people have been using the Third Mill Institute and Third Mill materials to continue equipping themselves, being educated, um, discipling themselves. And over a yeah, over hundred of them are in the Institute and they've wow. completed the first certificate. Wow. And so it just amazes me because I always ask questions like, would I do that if, if I was living in a place like that to where I was fear of a being thrown in prison for this. Would I keep going? Yeah. Um, I hope the answer is yes, but these people are, are breathing and living examples of that. Yeah. So that's one great story for us. We love that, the, that that is happening and that they're continuing to pursue their faith in this way using Third Mill. The other one is a little different in that it's here in America and there is a group uh, called the Formations Academy and it's four retired professors and pastors who have created this this small little study center school using the Third Mill Institute and a few other materials. And what they've noticed is that they, they have six or seven people that are in their first year, and then they ha- they're doing more in their second year, is that they have all these people who want to learn more. They want to get an education even here in the States, but they don't have the possibility to stop their jobs or to pay x amount of dollars to go get that education so they created this Formations Academy uh, and for a very very small amount of money which is all admin fees they use the Thermal Institute and these are people who are learning more about what it means to be a Christian they're they're getting trained and they're getting educated in such a way and one of the professors calls like Brandon like all of our professors when we're lead, one of us will lead a group and then the three of us will still go to the other group cuz even at the ages of 60 and 70 we feel we still feel like we're learning so much yeah. we're learning from these 20- and 30-year-olds who are teaching us things that we did not know for the last 60 or 70 years. And so just to see here in the States, um, one, that humility from these 60- and 70-year-old men who are doing this, but then, two, just the idea that even here in America, things are changing for Christianity, and and these men are are jumping in and and running with it.
1: I love that. I love both of those stories. Um, The older giving back to the young, I think that's a theme that we need to lean into in every scope, certainly in uh, Christian education, certainly in church world, as you're talking about, but in every part of our community, we've gotta be looking for what's next and who's next, and how can we invest and impact and impart what's next. I love your first story as well, in a country where there's great religious persecution, Um, you're resourcing and helping those who are suffering Mm -hmm. from that as they sign up for persecution of their own. Mm -hmm. That is a powerful testimony Mm -hmm. as well. We come towards the end of our time, and time goes so quickly, uh, on great conversations. And this has been one, the one we had with Kelly. That seemed to last forever, didn't it, Drew? But, I mean, (laughs) but but we're kind of wrapping up now. Kelly, I'm just kidding, because I love you. But a closing question. Kick it to Kelly for this. All right, (laughs) Kelly, this is for you. This is your moment to shine. Oh, goodness. How can people connect with you guys and what is happening through Third Mill?
4: I would say the best way to connect with us is to go to our website, which is thirdmill.org. And we have a lot of information there for you. Um, One thing that would also be great is we have an e-newsletter that goes out quarterly. Mm -hmm. And that really gives you an update of what's going on within Third Mill, impact stories, um, ways that you can give. Because we are 100% donor funded. So um, we are always looking for people who want to partner with us to continue helping make this impact. Um, And you can find all of that on our website. I believe we're, can you link things? Under the... Okay, I'm going to send I'm you I'm sure a, Robin can. Okay, Robin, yes. If you can add our newsletter link, I'll send that to you um, so people can click on that. I love it. And listen to the podcast. And that
1: website, one more time again,
4: Kelly? Thirdmill.org.
1: Thirdmill.org. Kelly, Brandon, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for the ways that you are impacting the world from this little old city that we're proud to call home.
4: Thank you for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Wasn't that
1: we're a fantastic... Spent- Fantastic, fascinating conversation with Kelly and Brandon as we learn more about how from our little community we are having a big difference around the world, especially in some of the closed, impoverished countries. I love that. But as we reflect on the inspiration that they're bringing, let me wrap up the pod with a little inspiration for all of us. This quote comes from Dwayne the Rock Junk, who said, very simply, Wake up determined, go to bed satisfied. Wake up determined, go to bed satisfied. What he's saying is that when you wake in the morning, every day is a new opportunity to make a difference, to make your life count, to move forward. And if we can wake up with a determination to do that and follow through on that determination throughout the day, then when our head hits the pillow at night, we will go to bed satisfied. I don't know about you, Robin, but there are many times when uh, I fall into bed kind of wrestling with one thing or another wondering if i did the right thing wonder if i did enough to go to bed satisfied is a gift but it starts when we wake up determined so let's just say thanks to the rock for that quote of the week wake up determined go to bed satisfied
3: thank you that is some rock solid advice oh (laughs) rock
2: solid advice
3: all right, thank you. Thank you, listener, for listening to this episode of the What's Up Castleberry podcast. This episode is hosted by Andy Searles and Drew Traylor and produced by the wonderful, fabulous, humble Robin Keppi. For more information, please visit us at what'supcastleberry.org and follow us on social media. Until next week, have a great week.